Has the story of your love life taken an unexpected plot twist? Well, this is the podcast that helps millennials rewrite the story of their love life by learning simple strategies for starting and maintaining a healthy relationship. Through candid and unscripted conversations, we provide tools to help navigate the twists and turns of dating and relationships. Are you ready to flip the script on your love life? If so, sit back, get comfortable, and enjoy another episode of the Love Unscripted Podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Love Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Wilson. And this is the podcast where we have unscripted conversations with millennials about relationships and dating. So I hope you all are getting a phenomenal start to the week. Hopefully the weather is turning out much better. And hopefully you are able to apply many of these tools, strategies, and interventions that we discuss on the podcast so that you can find the love that you are looking for. So if you missed last week, yo, you missed a phenomenal episode. We were joined by Tanya Carter to talk about what what happens, what goes on after we've gone through a breakup or gone through a divorce, but also how to get back out there and give love another shot. So if you missed that episode, go ahead, pause this one. I, I'm not gonna be hurt. Go listen to that episode and so you can get caught up with our conversations. Also, April is the month, is the theme, doing relationships on purpose in the Wake Up In Love relationship community. If you are looking for a community where you have access to licensed doctors, counselors, psychiatrists, marriage and family therapists, certified relationship coaches, head on over to wakeupandlove.com where you can get evidence-based solutions and strategies for starting and maintaining a healthy relationship. We have some phenomenal professionals who are going to be coming on and supporting us as we try to do relationships on purpose. So make sure you join us there. But I know why y'all are here. You're here for the conversation. I have another great guest I'm really excited to have on here. Let me go ahead and get them in here. All right. Go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. What's going on, everybody? My name is Elam B. King. I am a relationship coach and also a three-time author as well. Super excited to be here. And uh, what you got today, Joe? What are we going to do? Oh, we're, <laughs> listen, we're, we're going to get into it. We, me, me and Mr. King met on a, a Mutual Friends podcast, and let me just tell you, y'all are going to want to stay tuned for this one. You're going to get some good information and some authenticity. We like to be just open and honest, and this is going to be one of those guy conversations that I think needs to be had. But before we jump into that, I have a couple of get-to-know-you questions. So, Elon, here's your first question. I know as adults, <laughs> we got a lot of hustle and bustle, a lot of things we're trying to take care of, responsibilities that need tending to. But what are some things you like to do when you need to disconnect from the world? I know you do a lot of speaking and stuff like that. What do you do when you need to disconnect from the world so that you can like take care of yourself? In other words, what do you do for self-care? It's going to sound weird, but I edit videos uh i do a lot of content as uh you were you were kind of speaking of earlier so of course i have my youtube youtube channel uh you can follow me at elon b king i have uh you know my obviously my social media accounts as well and so i like to take the clips of the things that uh, i'm doing and just kind of 
shape them and, and, and do all that. And so I, I catch that as my good downtime to kind of handle that. And it's at my own pace. I turn my TV on, get my uh, Adobe, get to clicking. That actually keeps me calm. Uh, other than that, it would be a good Netflix series, a good documentary. That'll, that'll do it for me as well. Oh, that's good. I, I I like to hear that other techies, because I like to just walk through Best Buy. I just like to look at the gadgets, like kind of piddle a little bit. But 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 listen, I, I unfortunately I get followed in there a lot. I don't know what it is. People are always like, hey, you need anything, you need anything, you need anything. I'm like, yo, I'm just walking around. I'm trying to trying to decompress. <laughs> You're not making it any better. But I, I, I like to hear that tech people do tech stuff. Um Second question, get to know you. What comes to mind when you hear the word love? What comes to mind is how many people don't know anything about how they receive love. And pro I probably look at this differently because I'm, you know, in the relationship space. But that is what, and I'm talking about love for self and having an understanding of, of, of how you receive love. And then also, honestly, knowing how to give love. Uh, it, it's one of the number one and number two reasons why that I get a phone call normally. Um, because people are either at the end of their ropes and don't understand what's going on in their relationship. And so, I, you know, obviously, they'll call me then. They don't call in the middle. To do the maintenance, they just wait till it's almost about to explode and then they call. Or um, they don't know what's wrong and they're trying to pinpoint it. And something as simple as love for self might be missing inside of the relationship. Therefore, it makes that person very difficult long term to be with because if they can't love themselves enough, they cannot maximize loving you as, as well. So it's, mm. you know. Oh, that's, that's, I mean, that's good. And, and the reason I asked that question is I think people need a broader perspective on love itself. Right. We need to get away from Disney. See, I'm never going to get a, get a, a sponsorship from Disney because I keep saying this, but Disney has created for many of us a false idea of what love looks like, how we go about obtaining it and how it actually lives itself out. So I think hearing other people's perspective about what love is, how it shows up, what it can be. It is is going to be beneficial. Let me say this uh, to give you a reprieve. It's not only Disney. I think almost every um, everybody who has a love show. I, I'm gonna okay. Let me put it like this. Let's back up. I probably say about ninety five percent of the sitcoms or the, the you know the series on different major uh, movie channels. Um, you know, like they have this knight in shining armor you know, type situation. And that is, uh, you know, it, it creates this thought process that there is a set way that you do this and then your relationship just works, right? And there are some set principles that are necessary in order for a relationship to work. So don't get me wrong, but like there's a silver bullet. No, there is foundational information that we don't even have let alone the information that you can only gather from person to person. But we think that there's one set thing or two set things. I had, you know, that and uh, Hopeless Romantics, they can't stand me because here I come with work. 
hey, you know, you got to really uh, know yourself. You can't really like, you know, have a lot. You will have very difficult times in from now to the future. I don't care about what your grandmom and them did after the second date. They got married and they was together for 60 years. OK, yes, that's very 1940 ish. OK, in 2023, you actually have to do work in order to be in a relationship. People are just not just staying together just to stay together anymore. That's the reason why uh, divorce is at 70 percent. So clearly the stats say that people just like, so before you put yourself in that situation, just understand that some of these shows that we that we watch and some of these movies that we see, that ain't real. That's not what it really is out here. And, and most educated, uh, you know, uh, long-term committed relationships, marriages, they will tell you that. Mm -hmm. And I love the fact that you said there's, there's foundational information that people need. And this will be a good transition into our topic. When we talk about men, we're going to talk about men today. Young men growing up, we're taught how to play sports. Many of us are taught how to to fight. Um, some of us are taught how to be chivalrous. Um, many of us are taught how to do task. We're, we're, we're taught manual labor type of things. Not too many young boys are taught how to be in healthy relationships. We're not, we're, there, there's no conversations. What, what the, <laughs> excuse me, there is a conversation we have that's about getting girls most of the time and putting our manhood in how many women we can get, pull, or sleep with. So here's my question. Why aren't young boys taught about healthy relationships? So here's the thing. When it comes to a healthy relationship, I kind of look at it as a cake, right? Um, the cake is not just the, the cake is a compound of multiple different ingredients that allow it to rise. All right. And become something that's edible and something that's very good. Right. There is an entire process that goes into that to begin with the eggs, the flour, the milk. Right. The butter. Right. The vanilla extract. We could just go with a regular cake, let alone if we're trying to be great with it. Right. So. You know, and whatever, you know, one or two other things and bam. And then you got the mixing process that goes along with that. Right. Um, and then you have the heat that's applied. Right. In order to, to take those compounds and those ingredients and turn them into something that's great. So even after the compound and all the uh, all of the agents and ingredients are together, there's still another process that has to happen of heating to a certain amount of time to bring that cake to where it's supposed to be. All right. Uh, when it comes and, and, and so when it comes to manhood, I believe that the ingredients that were given to some of the uh, to, to men in the beginning were on just a level of survival. Right. If we go from Stone Age to, to today. Right. So there was a point where, uh, you know, that there were men are structured on respect, which and, and also on security. Right. Go, you know, so protection. Right. So in order for there to be protection and ingredient inside of that is to be manly. Right. Which is to know how to go hunt, a.k.a. work. Right. That's the dictation of that. The output of that is the money that's important. Right. So we're talking about the things that we need to have. Right. OK. And then we have to protect women. Right. Because there are weaker vessels and children. Right. So we have to be the protector for that. So the bigger that you are, the moment these are basics that we were taught. Those are in part. Those are just a part. And there was a time where that was um, enough. 
I guess we can say, uh, because there were different morals and values that existed in those times. It's not that what I'm going to say was not applicable then. It was. It's no differently than you were able to put your kids, uh, you, you was able to put your phone and your baby name maybe 40 years ago. You can't do that anymore. You actually have to use your own credit. Okay. So uh, the, multiple things have evolved, you know, and just like church back in the day, right? They used to, you know, you have to be in your Sunday's best. Now we can just jeans and a shirt, right? Because we've understood and we've evolved. So as men, we have to understand that there's an evolution that's not happening to our young men, to your question, right? Um, and giving them all the tools and the ingredients because now more than ever, it's so much more necessary because there are so many other distractions and things that back in the day, your uncle and them, they had to deal with that. Granddad and they had to deal with it, right? And so now let's move forward to the ingredients. Well, one of the major ingredients that's necessary now is emotional intelligence. And that starts with the word emotional, which we've been traditionally taught anything dealing with emotion and a man equals weakness, right? So we're not taught weakness. Remember, we're taught strength. So we weren't taught emotion because emotion represents weakness, right? Now that we're growing up, right? And there's a PTSD that some of us are experiencing right now in the way that we were raised. And we were all black, white, Hispanic, Chinese, Japan, Japanese, Polynesian. All men are taught the same way, by the way, across the whole world. So this is not just black or white because I have all types of cultures uh, that I coach and this is a universal challenge amongst men, emotional intelligence. So we weren't taught one of the major ingredients to um, a, 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 a successful relationship, right? That you actually want to be in, not that you're cheaper to keep her, not that you, um, you know, you just, you don't want to be away from your kid because there's plenty of those that you see every day, all day. And some of them are your uncle and them and their grandpappy. Okay. So, um, with that being said, what's necessary in order to stay in those long-term relationships now, that emotional intelligence has not been taught because they didn't know. We, excuse me, raise his hand. We didn't know, right? So, I, you know, the first half of my boys' lives, I taught them the same way I was taught. Somewhere around, uh, you know, maybe about 10 years ago, I was just like, wait a minute, this thing might be different, you know? And I started being proactive in my research being vulnerable myself, being humble myself, um, being honest with myself, because I know what it feels like to feel some type of way, but you have no idea what you're even feeling because you were never taught about emotions. So when you're 25 and you go from zero to three kids and a wife, you grow up real fast, right? And But then you also feel some type of way and you don't understand it. And when I would go to, and I love my dad, still alive, 80, 80 years old, taught me many wonderful things. But where I tell my parents now, where y'all sucked at is in relationships. You guys didn't have that part. You didn't understand it. You were quiet. So I couldn't pull that information from him. And so I was like, who do I go to? Right. So uh, that is a long way around the track of saying that we're not taught it because we don't understand it. And until mm -hmm. us, until the Xers at minimum, because we're the ones that got the kids growing up right now, you know, the millennials are coming along. They're having kids now, too. But, um, you know, until we begin to be intentional about understanding our emotional intelligence and the different aspects that go into us, we're going to perpetuate this to the next. It's already being taught to the next generation. Mm. Uh, it's already being taught. Right. So there's also this idea that because I wasn't taught it, because I didn't see it growing up, 
that's the reason why I don't do what I need to do. Is that still a justifiable reason that I didn't see it growing up? So my behavior can't change or I'm not or I can't be, quote unquote, held accountable for how I move in relationships. So because we didn't uh, have the example, my parents didn't do it. No, 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 no. So let me ask you a question. So just I'm 46. How old are you? I'm 34. Okay. All right. So you came up with a little bit of the internet. You didn't come up with a lot of it. I right? remember dial up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You remember? Okay. So, so, all right. All right. So because we, and you didn't come up with social media, right? No. Okay. All right. So because you didn't come up with social media, why would you adapt your business to it? The reason why you would adapt your business to it is because it helps you to grow your business. Mm -hmm. Right. So you had to make a choice of saying, well, we didn't need social media when we were coming up. Okay. You can do that if you want to. Right. That goes right up there with when websites were coming out in the early 2000s and people were just like, nah, I don't need that. Well, guess what? Now, if you don't have a website, you don't have a business. Right. So you adapt to that. Why? Again, I guess maybe it's because it's attached to money again. Um, you know, we don't know about Jesus Christ a lot of times, but eventually we get saved. Why? Because we, I don't know, don't want to go to hell. So we could talk about how we might have been raised all that. But then one day we what? recognize and understand what's better for us in order to evolve and move to the next level. So we all, we will do that with our soul. We will do that with our money. But when it comes to intimate relationships, we say things like, well, I haven't always been like that. So I don't have to go and adapt, read, study, counsel up. We don't want to do it when we comes to emotions, but we will do it in every other aspect. You know what I'm saying? Like the clothing that people wear today, they weren't dressing like that back in the day. Why aren't they still dressing like back in the day? Because what? They made a choice to evolve because this is what's more attractive. This was what accentuates my body a little bit better, makes me look better. So again, we'll even do it in the, in the, in the superficial spaces of our body. But our hearts, we want to just, no, it's laziness. Okay? It's pure laziness. And an inability to want to evolve because you got to do work because you weren't told you had to do work. So you think that you're just going to meet somebody that's going to put up with your bullshit. That's that's what that's what you're, you're trying to find of the three point five billion people that's on the other end of your gender that you want to be with. You think you're going to find somebody that can put up with your level of BS because of the way you look because of how your sex is or how the head you think you give, you think that you're going to be able to maintain somebody based upon those things. And I'm here to tell you that, no, that is a temporary solution for what will be a long-term problem for you, right? And so you don't have a choice. That's what I'm saying. People don't, you don't have a choice. You have to adapt if you want to have a healthy relationship because if these things are ending at 70%. No, my granddaddy is not the type of man that's out here no more. Neither is your grandmother. Okay? They were both different people. You're different and so am I. Right? But there's some principles that you don't have a choice but to walk in. You have to mess around and learn more about yourself in order to teach the other person how to love you. See, you thinking that you're just going to walk into somebody who just knows how to love you? That's not true. <laughs> Talk. That's not true. Okay? Um, you know, you just think that you're going to meet somebody and start having sex with them. And then y'all don't have to communicate on ways to evolve that sex. You're just going to always hit it right. That's not true. 
Okay. Mm. Anything that does not grow atrophies, AKA dies. Everything is supposed to change and evolve, including you and all the different ingredients that you might not know of, whether you know about them or not, they still exist. They still have to happen. You got to do work in order to be in a relationship. Good luck on the 40, 50 years that we just trust God and love. Like, let me know how that works out for you. I promise I'm going to live long enough just so I can stand next to your man or your woman and be like, how do you feel about the relationship over the past 40 years? <laughs> Tell me your version <laughs> of that bull you just went through. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. We got to do work these days. So like you were saying, I think it's really important that we realize that we do have to change with the times just because we didn't always have something doesn't mean that we can't get new information and right. apply it. So right. I want to touch on something that you mentioned that I think is very important for men to be aware of. And it's this idea of being emotional. Now, growing up, we were taught that if we hurt ourselves, toughen up, suck it up, that people unintentionally trained us to push pain away, to push um, discomfort away, and Come not on. to speak on it. Come on, sir. We were taught that, hey, stop complaining. Why are you always whining about stuff? We were unintentionally taught and trained not to voice our wants, needs, and desires, yes, which is why so many men go ahead and act versus communicating. Right what it is they want and need in a relationship. How is it that men can be more emotionally conscious, more emotionally literate, more emotionally aware of themselves so that they can have healthy relationships? I'm going to give the honors class answer, and then I'm going to give probably the college prep because there is no general that I would even recommend. So I'm going to go college prep, and then I'm going to go. So if we want to at least begin to move in a better space here, let me recommend either or, right? I'm going to give you the, the being, in, being in council. Speaking with somebody, having somebody, because we all got homies. All of us got homies, right? But I think you need to identify the homie in your group. And if you don't have one, I need you to pray for it. I need you to begin to intensively look for it of um, someone that we can have emotional counsel with. See, if we're going to play a sport, right? What, did you play a sport, Joe? Basketball. Basketball, okay. So, Joe, if I was about to go play basketball, I probably could call you as one of my people and be like, yo, I'm really trying to get better with basketball. I know you used to play, right? So can you teach me some stuff, right? And so I might be embarrassed maybe to ask some other people, but I'm like, Joe, I, I got two left feet. I need you to teach me how to dribble in and out of my legs or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm willing to do that in a sport because we're used to coaches, mm. right? If I want to play an instrument, right, what am I going to do? I'm going to buy the instrument, but then what do I have to do? I have to take lessons, right? It's pretty cool to play in the band, you know what I'm saying, drums and all that. And what do we have? We have a section leader. Right. We have a drum major. Right. And then we're also supposed to practice the music that's necessary to produce the right song. So it's OK for me to receive coaching when I play an instrument. So we have to understand that we'll do it for an instrument and we'll do it for a sport. Right. We do it when we buy a house. Right. We get a real estate real estate broker. That's a coach of how to get houses.
Okay. We'll have a business mentor to what? Help us further our business because if revenues are low and expenses are high, if you're a smart businessman, you're going to call in a liaison to kind of take a look at dissect what's going on with this money and get this thing right. So that's a coach. We have to recognize that we need to do the same thing. So on a college prep level, get you a coach, get you a counselor, get you a, 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 um, a go-to person that you're able to have conversation with and talk about your feelings. As you do that, it will help you to evolve inside of a relationship. You can do that and or you can hire somebody, spend some money, right? Use that insurance, right? And get yourself a professional, right? Um, that can be a coach for you. Right. Inside of the relationship space. OK, that's the that's the college prep level. If you really want to be a honors, you do that. And you seek higher levels of personal development regarding emotional intelligence. You um, you increase your level of spirituality. Whoever you pray to, whatever it is, go more in that direction. Right. So if you begin to raise your spirituality, coupled with doing personal development, reading. Right. You know, you want to read about, you know, Dr. Luann Brizendine. That, that is somebody who I absolutely love. Um, she is a, a neuro a neuro brain uh, psychiatrist. So she knows. So biologically. OK. She knows about the brain. OK. And psychiatrist for over 30 years. She wrote two books, The Male Brain and The Female Brain. If, why not learn about how the brain works for the opposite sex and also learn about how your brain works so you'll know how you think and now you'll know how women think in general from a biological perspective. So now you'll be able to understand the reason why that uh, women by nature have a higher propensity of recalling emotional situations. That's why women are better in arguments. That's biological. Okay, Women are better at multitasking. Men are more single thing at a time. It's like men are like waffles, women like spaghetti. That's a whole nother book you could read, right? <laughs> and so that's a, that's a whole book. Men are like waffles, women like spaghetti. So you can understand how men and women think differently, right? Now you know why she can go topic, 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 topic. And you're like, what was the first one again? Right, what was that? Right? So now, woman, you will know that you might have five things to say, but he only picked up one. Not because he doesn't love you, because that's the way his brain works. It's one thing at a time. Men, you won't get frustrated because you can understand why she's coming to you with 10 things. And then you can unpack them one at a time in the manner that your brain works. Right? So this is the honors class where you begin to learn about how you think, learn about your emotions, right? And attend seminars, right? Increase your spirituality. And then you mess around and hook that with being in council. You're pretty dope at that point from a, uh, from an emotional intelligence perspective, right? Mm. And, um, and maximizing who you are. So then you can now turn around and teach somebody else how to love you. Mm. And, and I want to hit on something that you're bringing up. And I don't think enough people Include this into the relationship dynamic, mm -hmm. especially men, the spiritual aspect. I know a lot of real successful men, and they all have some type of spiritual foundation that grounds them. Yes. 
Like there's something to that. It's not just a mistake. It's not just happenstance. It's not a coincidence. There's something about having spiritual attuneness that allows a man to behave, act, and operate a certain way. Can you speak to that a little bit more? Because I don't think enough men acknowledge that side of them. So in true transparency, during this during this podcast, right, we had to hit the pause for a second, right? Because I had to go and jump onto a radio station for about five minutes to answer this question, right? And so this is so interesting that you just asked this question. So this is real, right? I don't know whether you wanted to include this, but I'm, I'm going to show how real it is. Right. So um, the question was regarding to why do people want to still continue to have conversation? Um, you know, people, you know, you and your girl, you in an argument, you want to stop the conversation for a moment because you can't really handle the conversation and she wants to keep going. And I, and so I, I know you don't deal with that, but your neighbor deals with that a lot where somebody, he wants to keep talking, you know, when people start following each other into the other room. Oh no, you're going to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? So doing that grown people doing that. Okay. So, uh, you know, why do we do that? Right. And so this is a spiritual radio show. So I was able to bring in the fact that, you know, selfishness, foolishness is what we see. The flesh has no good thing. And I don't want to sit here and preach or whatever, but I'm just going to speak for my believers really quickly. Whatever you worship is, is on you. Right. But for my believers, we have to understand that the Bible clearly speaks about a fool speaking versus a wise man sometimes keeping their mouth shut. Right now, that's in the Bible. So if the Bible's talking about sometimes you need to keep your mouth shut and that only a fool will keep talking, well, how does that applicable inside of a relationship? Oh, okay. But if we're studying to show ourselves approved and diving into our spirituality, we're actually learning how to better communicate inside of a relationship, right? And so now that takes work. So we're not bringing that spirituality in there because spirituality is work. Just like being in a relationship is work. Now I got to, I got to, I got to uh, understand this other person and then I got to be spiritual and understand me more. Wait a minute. But one of, what's the number one thing that I was speaking about earlier from an emotional intelligence perspective is what? Understanding yourself, right? So your spirituality will actually teach you to be a better husband, better wife, right? And um, Proverbs 24 verse 26 says, to be honest is as a kiss of friendship. Oh, well, that's what the Bible says. So basically it's saying that when being honest with your significant other is the same as you kissing them with friendship. But we out here getting pissed off when somebody gets honest with us, right? Or we can't hit, okay, whoa, that was heavy. Let me hit the pause button. Let me think. I appreciate your honesty, right? But you just pissed me off. So let me go and take 30 minutes and digest what you just said and then come back. And so that's what I was just sharing with them on, on the station that, hey, we need to sometimes recognize that the Bible tells us it's okay to hit pause. So everybody else who's walking behind the other person trying to mess with them, whatever the case may be, right? That doesn't end very well. We just saw something, unfortunately, that happened in the shade room where the girl kept following behind him, kept wanting to talk to him, kept wanting to talk to him, kept wanting to talk to him. And then she shoots him on Facebook. Now you got charged with murder because you didn't want to sit down for a second and let the man pack his stuff and leave. Y'all talk tomorrow with the neutral party. But you want to keep following behind him. Dude was like, y'all don't want to talk no more. Three minutes later, he's dead. Because she shot him. 
Mm. Now you're going to jail because you didn't want to keep your mouth shut. Three minutes cost you the next 30, 40 years. Okay. So, you know, we have to understand that that even again, that's why I said that's the honors class when you want to mess around and sprinkle spirituality in there. Right. Mm. That's going to really take you to that level of taking what, you know, what man says and partnering that with what the Bible talks about. We were talking about emotional intelligence. Well, if to be honest, is a kiss of friendship sounds like emotional intelligence to me. Mm-hmm. I love it, and and that's that's really key to for men. It's not about the the religious or the the even the practice is is the transformation that comes from the practice. Yeah, and the challenge is is that even if you look in the church, you'll notice that you know the church is always known about 80 percent women. Why is that? Because women have a higher propensity to uh, have the ability to submit. In order to be, in order to engross yourself inside of whatever spirituality that you have, you have to submit to an authority, right? And so, women are easier, are, are more easily, easy, are more able to submit to an authority. Men don't want to do that. So therefore, that's why you find less men even thinking about something like this, because it's already bad enough that you have to do some some, some submission inside of a relationship anyway. Um, but then now you got to you got to submit the, a being that you don't even know. And then we start talking about who wrote the Bible and who this is that man. Go on, man. Oh, man. Don't get me started on all of that. But yeah, yeah it's a submission process. And so if you don't catch somebody wanting to submit inside of a relationship, um, and collaborate and be a team, right? There's a submission when you play on a team. Clearly, you can do it because when you play on that football team, you submit to that coach. Oh, see, you're going in the right direction that I'm about to go because men do well in group activities, group sports, things where we do have to work together. And there are times where you can have a group of men and a group of men will defer to someone at any given time. So when it comes to I, I, I know there there are people that I'm in contact with that are like mentors that I listen to them. Mm-hmm. They, they've done relationships longer than me. They've had success to a very high level in them. Therefore, mm-hmm. when I'm around them and my friends are around them, we listen to when they talk. Right. So oh, geez. <laughs> right. Right. And, and that's missing. And I don't think that men do that enough in relationships. For one, some people may not be aware of how to find these kind of people. So where can men find other men who also value relationships or healthy relationships at that? Not just any, but healthy relationships. I mean, unfortunately, there are not a lot of readily available areas for men to because I think we're just now starting to evolve in this area. I think, you know, I, I always like to say, I think Kevin Samuel lit a match under men saying, you know what? I feel something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel some type of way. And, yo, this guy, the reason why, even though he said it in a manner that could have been a lot better sometimes, but he said what we thought a lot of times, right? And so women could tell all day long, he doesn't have to talk to her like that. After you get past that, look inside the underlying tone, right? So, and I think maybe COVID maybe made people more more wanting to research themselves. I don't know, but right now that's on the rise. So I don't have like, you know, I could say 
you know, I, I do a, a podcast called Barbershop Church. And so we just started that like a month ago. And so we're trying to corral men together um, to be able to have certain types of conversations, uh, you know. And so also I'm on my podcast, Understanding a Man podcast. You know, that's something that you can listen to. Love Unscripted listening to what you have to talk about right i mean there's different podcasts and there's different resources that are out there you can go to youtube and just i mean td jakes i think is somebody who's pretty good who has a lot of stuff that's centered around men um steve Furtick, just overall the way that he speaks um you know there is a couple of resources out there but you have to go look for them right now men unfortunately because we took too long we baked too long in the oven right and we got a little burnt Right. And so now we got to come out and you got to, you know how they scratch the little, <laughs> dust it off a little bit. Like on the toast when it burns, you just kind of, that's what we're doing right now. We're trying to scrape that burnt piece off and get down to the little, the, to the softer areas so that we can make sure that we're presenting ourselves better. Right. It's such a great analogy. So, um, you know, so that's what we're doing now. So, you know, we got more burnt bread right now than we have other places that we can really go that are more softer and area, allow us to, um, you know, walk better in this area. So, I mean, you, you know, you can follow people like myself, follow people like yourself for right now, you know, and you'll right. begin to see certain resources that allow you to personally grow, um, to emotionally grow, and then to understand that it's actually a strength, not a weakness to be more emotionally intelligent. Absolutely. And I think the more that people are willing to get involved in communities where men are having conversations about healthy relationship is where people can get the tools necessary to oh. be. Go ahead. I'm sorry. You can't forget. Hey, our homeboy, uh, James Bush, you know what I'm saying? You got the mind of a man. Manversations. I mean, that's three right there. Right. And we and here's the thing. Watch this. Watch this. Prior to a couple of months ago, I didn't know who Joe was. Prior to maybe a year or two ago, I say a year and a half, I didn't know who James Bush was. How am I uh, end up linking up with, and then what, a month ago, we did a dope podcast with James, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? Me, you, and James, right? So it was kind of like, how do we end up linking up? Oh, I know. You ever heard of this thing called the law of attraction? Now, I can I can give you the spirituality behind it from a godly perspective, but let's just go with law of attraction. How is it that we ended up linking up? Because we are intentionally doing and wanting to improve ourselves. We're intentionally wanting to improve other people. We're intentionally wanting to maximize this area. So what happens when you want to do that yourself, totally selfishly and personally? You would like to do this? You get sent resources that are doing the same thing that you do. You're getting sent resources that can satisfy the, the what you're looking for, right? So if you want to improve in this area, just start looking. You will run into the resource. It might take a month. It might take a week. It might take a day. You just keep going. You just keep being intentional because what's going to happen is that God is going to send you the resource. The challenge is you're not giving him something to breathe on because you're not asking him for it. So if you don't know the resources, you can pray about it. Pray to whoever you pray to. And if you don't want to do that, then let's go over here. See, whether it's 
whether you're in the church or not, I can give you both answers because law of attraction, let's go over there. You have, you get attracted to who you are. So ironically, myself got attracted to James. In the process, I meet Joe. Look at that. Now, James, Joe, and Elam are working together. Isn't that crazy? So you can tell that we're individually doing the work because we ended up meeting each other and never knew each other, never grew up, nothing. Right. So this is just a small example of what happens when you're intentionally walking inside of a space. The resources are sent to you. Oh, I love it. So we're going to go ahead and transition into the last segment of the show, which is flip the script. And this is the segment of the show where our guest provides a simple tool or strategy for a particular uh, challenge or situation that we discuss in this episode. So you ready for your question? Oh, man. Come on, sir. All right. So someone may be there may be a man out there listening and they're like, yo, You've given me so much to think about and consider. I, you guys talked about the emotional aspect. You talked about getting educated. You talked about the spirituality. You gave me a lot of things to consider, but I don't know where to start. So where should a man start to even start the process of doing relationships in a healthy way? I'd say the number one place would be would be uh, in counsel, because I think that I mean, the Bible says a wise man remains in counsel. Right. So let's just go to the fact that and because there's not a bullet, there's not one bullet. Right. Of the of how you can improve you as an individual, you everybody's, you know, we're not going to go to the great aspects of you. We'll say the, the messed up aspects of you because everybody has a problem. Everybody. Everybody has problems. Right. And so there's not one single place that I can give you to go. So that's why I can say, but I can still give you one single place to go, which means that you go in counseling. And when you do that, you're going to unpack yourself. And as you unpack yourself, you'll be given directions based upon these particular areas that are challenges for you. So you need somebody to unpack you so you know what to work on. In order to do that, you have to become vulnerable. In order to do that, you have to have somebody on the other end of that vulnerability to be able to take it and shape it. Not that it's something bad, it just needs to be tweaked a little bit. See, nobody's horrible. Everybody can be tweaked, everybody. And so you need somebody to tweak you in order for that to happen. Being in council, I would say is first and foremost. All right, guys, there you have it. Elon, thank you for joining me today. Absolutely. Please let everybody know where they can find you on in, on the internet and social media. <clears throat> Absolutely. And I, Joe, thank you so much for just giving me an opportunity of even coming on your platform today. I had a lot of fun. Uh, and hopefully that I said one thing that can help one person. So, you know, I'm just hoping you that. Um, but you can follow me on all platforms at Elam B. King. You can also at any point go to ElamBKing.com. That's E-L-A-M bking com, and uh you'll you know my books and and uh, all of the merchandise that we're able to present as a blessing to individuals is sitting right there you can all always send me a question go to contact us and i make sure that i answer all questions and or if you want to move forward with any type of counseling spaces excuse me any type of coaching relationship coaching spaces i'm here for that space as well all right, and I'll have all of his information down in the show notes. 
please head on over to iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher Podcast, comment, rate, subscribe. If you're in podcast land, go ahead and head on over to YouTube at Love Unscripted HD, where you can watch the full episode for this show. Also, if you are looking for licensed counselors, doctors, therapists, psychiatrists, sex therapists, marriage and family therapists who provide evidence-based tools and strategies for starting and maintaining healthy relationships, head on over to wakeupandlove.com and that's where we can continue the conversation there. Hey, we may not have all the answers, but we will have the conversation. I'll see y'all next time. Peace.